think you can go all day long? Uh, yes, please. Well, you always left me satisfied and smiling. Get ready for the ride of your life on the Brainstorm And welcome to another episode of the Brainstorm Radio Show where we just try to debunk some of the matters of society. You know, um, be it music, be it uh, culture, be it uh, finances, money. Um, you make it sound way more intelligent than we are. <laughs> it is supposed to be. Anyway, um, <laughs> with me today, my name is Wana. With me today, uh, I have Alim and Malcolm. AKA oh. that Malcolm guy. Pa, 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 pa. <laughs> um, and today we thought, uh, I guess, it, it, is this the inaugural show? Inaugural episode? Yeah, you know, we've tried this a few times, but I think this might be the one that makes it. This, this, this might be the one. I really like how you say inaugural. Yeah. Please. You got up sound official. Yeah, man. We gotta do it our own way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, um, the three of us, we, we work a lot together. Um, we have a lot of things in the pipeline coming up. And we just thought to talk about, like, mostly music things today. Not entirely what music you like, but also what music influences what music you like and how where you get your music, mm. um, how you get your music in the current day and age. And uh, yeah, we we have a couple of songs lined up, some nice vibes, some good vibes. And uh, yeah, let's get into things. Coming up, we'll have um, we'll have some music from Fela Kuti. We'll have some music from Chakademas and Players. Um, Swangs Avenue way back in the day gave us Mr. DJ we'll have that too and uh, Drake's uh, Hotline Bling so yeah um, stay tuned The Brainstorm Radio Show The Motherland Keeps on Giving Only the hottest sounds from the Motherland Thanks for listening to the Brainstorm Radio. This is actually our first episode. So head over to Mixcloud and Soundcloud.com slash Brainstorm UG and check out the Brainstorm Radio. It's a new thing we're trying out. There's musical segments and shit. And it's wonderful. One of there's a bunch of DJ sets. As you heard him just introduce it. And it's a better thing if you listen to it over there because you can enjoy it fully. And it's way longer and way better. So go over there. What are you doing here? Leave. Go. Now. And that was Hotline Bling by Drake. Um, this was 2000 what? When did this song come out? Uh, man, 20, 2000 and always. 2000, 2000 and always. It was, <laughs> I feel like, it but like, like really big pop songs like that, I feel like sometimes I've known them forever. Yeah. When you listen to a song and you can't even place where you first listened to it, when you first listened to it. It was like it was always there. It's like it has always existed, like Oxygen. Well, Hotline Bling was five years ago. Five years ago was uh, 2016 or 15. That's 15. right. That's 15, right. right? That's right. Yes. Um, yeah, and it, I, I feel like it was a great, uh, it was a great landmark in Definitely just... Definitely 2015. Yeah. 2015, right? Definitely, because it's the only time... I, I, it makes me think of that meme of Donald Trump dancing in the Hotline Bling cube for Saturday Night Live. And like 2015 is the only time when he had just enough relevance, right? That like he was on Saturday Night Live because he decided to run for president. Yeah. But also, just everyone hadn't realized what a piece of shit he was yet. <laughs> at the time. Yeah, at the time. You know what I mean? Now he's in the history books. Such it was just that. Year. It was just yeah. that like in that that fine spot where that was the only time that could possibly happen. Yeah. Definitely 2015. Alim just pointed out that uh, 2015 was. Uh, 
was a great time to you know just have that thing being a thing that everybody was using for whatever reasons mm. there were so many gifs mm. so many memes coming up and uh but that's how the hotline bling video was actually made yeah it was made with that intent in mind from the start to pretty much be something that could be publicized on social media platforms through being memed how do you think that reflects because i've heard that conversation being had a lot about hotline bling and a lot of the music that drake makes and the things like okay two seats slide right that you listen mm. to and you're like this is definitely just a tiktok song but things like hotline bling where do you see because in hindsight we can look back and say okay we know the memes from hotline bling but mm. what kind of a conversation do you think was had around making it absolutely memeable you know what i mean was it the the incorporation of the dancing was it the, you know what i mean like mm. what things do you think were intentionally i think i think for a production point of view just how the video was shot in in its essence mm-hmm. the nature of putting it on colorful backgrounds so you can literally green screen people off of them and have them in any other situation and dancing and doing whimsical mm-hmm. things okay, okay, they okay. nailed that so well because that was at the cusp of like Giphy and stuff like that being integrated into WhatsApp mm. and all of our messaging oh, apps. Yeah. Enough to say that like we all started to interact with each other via memes. Mm. You yourself know full well that dude, on your old phone, you had a Jacob Zuma face <laughs> for every possible scenario oh, yeah. that oh, yeah. could have been spoken a about. Very intentional collection. A very intentional a very collection. Intentional collection. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean like I think uh they definitely capitalized on the fact that they they have guys who work beyond music who think about how we talk to each other. We mm. think about how we interact with each other, how we listen to things, how we experience enjoyment nowadays. I remember yeah. reading this really interesting article about um Race from around the time they put out Black Beatles. Yeah. And about how that whole thing happened with the Mannequin Challenge and how that became a thing. Mm. Where the Mannequin Challenge was a thing that somebody created, right? Yeah. They happened to do it to I don't know if they even actually did it to the Black Beatles song, but like I think the label that Race Remod was signed to had a budget for marketing mm. and they find this like video thing online and they're like, yeah, cool. Let's just put some money into it, right? Let's pay a bunch of people to yeah. do this challenge and make it a thing and run it. And like, yeah, no, the video for I want to say the video for uh Black Beatles, the music video is not as iconic as the mannequin challenge. Yeah. as a thing that you remember it by yeah. you know what i mean as like um like a yeah cuz the, the meme don passed yeah. the creator of it yeah, yeah. that video was alright i kind of remember it they're on a rooftop they're like dressed up in like rockstar outfits or what all black mm. everything but like the mannequin challenge is the thing i think when you hear that song you immediately think of you could probably recognize memes based on how you know them being used but you don't know the original person in the meme most mm. of the time unless mm. it's a very current popular reference mm. old memes used to just be a random stock photo that was found yeah. and used for something completely different. Bro, do you know this meme is really weird like trying to describe memes just like in words. But do you know this meme of like she's a black woman. It's like a gif, right? Of a black woman who like just kind of turns and looks like she turns, she looks around, she looks over her shoulder and she looks at someone who seems to have just like touched her or like said something to her or whatever. Mm. And she just looks them up and down with just the craziest daggers of life, just the deepest daggers of life, just like like an x-ray scan. Yeah, mm. like who they how who it what how what who you what <laughs> i found out recently that that lady was like you know the greenfield tower incident yeah, yeah yeah so she was like a social worker who was working around like protesting what had happened and everything and just going through a lot of also like personal loss and whatever yeah. and a bunch of journalists came through and asked her were trying to ask her questions about like okay so how do you feel about all this and she was just like you bobokan how do you think i feel about this you fucking what kind of fucking question is that bro so they keep like following her around and hounding her because they get the sense that she's like an organizer or whatever at some point she stops she looks at the, she turns around and you it's a gif right but you can literally hear her eyes going 
<laughs> and it's funny, right? And it's funny, it's useful, like, very often, but we don't know, like, the real context of it is like, man, someone was going through some real grief. Yeah. You know, some really yeah. fucked up shit had happened. But the meme just takes it out of context and makes it its own thing altogether. Do you, do you, do you guys think that... Um going back to how Hotline Bling really helped shape these things um, Alim just pointed out that it was clearly a very deliberate thing maybe they were going for like freeze freeze moments in the video at every point to see and also maybe that thing started from them where they're like we'll do the thing like this mm. and put out things like this and we'll use influencers if there were any or or they tried to capitalize on things on things that were already there like integrating Giphy into Facebook do you remember like there was a rumor around that time that the <laughs> There's a rumor around the time that Serena Williams was in that video. <laughs> yes. And uh, was, oh, was that the time that they were like they were dating? dating? Yeah, they were kind of dating. And there was this whole thing. And there's this one woman at the end of the thing that everyone was just like, that's Serena Williams. And it like definitely wasn't. Like you look back on it now and it definitely wasn't. But I think that, I don't know how that information reached me, but I feel like that was also to some extent an intentional part of the making of the video. Just part like harnessing that public, that public moment and like yeah. the gossip and whatnot. But I also think it was the dancing. I also think it was like Drake dancing. Yeah. There's so many videos before that where he'd like, you know, let's do a little cool rapper move or whatever. But this was him in a room just dancing. And there are other choreographed dancers, which makes me think that even his dancing was to some extent considered. You know what I mean? It mm. wasn't super spontaneous or whatever. But I think that's a very big part of kind of the intentionality behind making this a meme. And this. just recently, Drake was given the award for artist of the decade was it mm, right yeah, yeah, yeah. and this is yeah. the decade that spans 2010 to 2020 i'm thinking mm, mm. right oh man as much as i'm not his biggest fan no one else should have got that, 2020, 2020. that guy yes and, and it's things like this that make us realize that he's he churned out these viral hits um and they were always deliberate moves yeah and for that, he has like kept a consistency. Yeah. Uh, almost everything he has done, right, has influenced pop culture in a very significant way. Yeah. Mostly how just mostly either in the musical direction mm. or mm. putting a style of music on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even just the premise of being a rapper who sings is not controversial anymore. It's almost yeah. expected. You know, yeah. like you can't sing. There was a time when it was, <laughs> and they were like, you know, would listen to a guy and just like, why are you rap singing? Yeah. Like, do something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, Drake, Drake definitely like he he made so many things more palatable. He made so many things more like um, more receptive. Mm. Um, and yes, just he's always being up the team that he works with. This is something that I think artists nowadays uh, try to do a lot, where um, they even think of making songs um, from the reverse perspective of how will the consumer get the song. You know, nowadays you don't have to go to the club. Uh, I remember, I think it was uh, an interview Munji did last year where he was like the biggest radio. Did he say clubs or radios make the hits? He said clubs. Clubs make the hits. Yes, that's he said, a, and, and it's very true, club, clubs make the hits. Yeah. Oh, that's what we thought. Mm. That's what we were used to. Now we don't have that going on, especially in Uganda. Yeah. Clubs got cancelled. Now all you get is you get your radio play, you get your social media, your TikTok, your, yeah. your Twitter, your Facebook. That's all you have. But, but bro, also like, as a Uganda living in Uganda, how true was it that clubs were even closed? Until like, okay, we're having this conversation at the beginning of the second lockdown yeah. where mm. over the last week or two, there has been a concerted effort to actually close clubs and raid them. Yeah. Even the ones that were seen as untouchable or whatever. But the truth is, dude, throughout this pandemic, man, 
bars have been barring, you know? Yeah. And it varied from time to time. Like, it definitely became a lot more at some point in the last The Bandali craze. Yeah, but bars have been barring hard, man. Clubs yeah. have been clubbing. No, but the thing is, like, okay, so how how people do how people do the, the club rounds is that uh, you really have to be in those clubs every day. Physically. Yes, and be there the whole night. And this is club hoping, right? You're going to this club, I'm going to whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know, without mentioning any names. I just really but bothered the songs. So it was always a thing where you're like, you know what, we have a plan. We're going to say that Akesha Avenue. Then we go to Bugos. Then we yeah. go to Nigeria. Yeah. Then we go... You get... The the, the nature of, of, uh, of doing uh, club promos um, was, it, you know... You have to plan the things in advance, get the DJs behind you. And the, the trick was always, or the idea was always, the DJ night that has the most people, that's when you want your song played, sure. right? And there's, there's always a thing, you know, like there's always a way you have to appreciate the DJ. Big yeah. ups to all the DJs, meanwhile, who did that. And also to all the artists that supported the DJs and vice versa. That was the thing that worked. I feel like that was not the most convenient not the cheapest not the easiest mm. but the one that made the artist feel most connected or the one that made yeah. the fans yeah. feel most connected with the artist it's, because it's proof of concept yes, right more often than not when a song space. is when a DJ wills a song yeah. the artist is somewhere yeah, 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 right yeah, yeah. or when a DJ wills a song and would you say and, a new song it doesn't even need to be a new song mm. right it's just the song will remain relevant as long as the DJ wants to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get So it was up to the artist to make sure that the DJ needs to play the song. I've heard stories about, like, artists back in the day, and I'm not going to mention <laughs> names, but artists back in the day who would, like, just have, like, homies and have mm. gangles. Mm. And a big part of the work of those gangles was ensuring that their songs get played, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, like, that was still happening even recently. Go to the club, you know, show up, show out, make sure it's a big thing. And if the DJ doesn't play your latest song, yeah. uh, there'll be somebody to meet them later on yeah. and fuck them up. That, uh, yeah. This is something that Cloud Depot mentioned in the very first episode we recorded, but also yeah. the one that just came out recently, mm. um, which is related to exactly that, which is like how necessary is a gang mentality when you're mm. coming up in the music industry? Yeah. If there is no formal structures in place, if you run it in the same sort of fashion, you might find that you get your success far quicker because mm. it is a dog-eat-dog industry. Mm. So, yeah. like, you do need people pushing for you, fighting yeah. for you. Because those are their own play. structures, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those, those, th- that is creating your own structures. I see it from almost a political perspective of, like, those are... <laughs> in a country like Uganda, where a lot of politics is very, like, violent, the negotiations are violent, you know, like, ways yeah. of getting things are violent. It almost makes sense to me that you have these players using violence as a way to ensure things, get ahead. Do, you know what I mean? Um, mm. And in a way that is almost organized, in a way that's almost institutionalized within their yeah. framework of how they do things. Like, of course, in, in Uganda, like, stemming from the way our just general politics operate, that's how also our music industry operates. Mm. And we often see that transferability in, like, musicians getting into politics and finding an easy way around that because the same playbook yeah. yeah yeah and you know it's it's really interesting that we found ourselves having this conversation because uh now what we're going to do for the next uh i guess for the rest of the show we'll have uh we have some some two short playlists curated by alim and malcolm yeah, that uh will steer our conversations into you know other things and uh stay tuned for more music this is the brainstorm radio show ciao I've been hearing things and you know seeing things on the blogs and you know I'm just I'm just tired. The, 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 the
Yo, this is Dario representing for the Brainstorm Radio Show. You know, for show, we out. Hi, thanks for listening to the Brainstorm. If you'd like to catch more of this awesome music, please head over to our Mixcloud and Soundcloud to catch the full episodes of the Brainstorm Radio Show. Yeah, otherwise, keep it locked for more awesome music and amazing guests. Thank you. Get ready for the ride of your life on the Brainstorm Radio Show. Uh, so yeah, guys, that was tip, 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 <laughs> tip. I think one of the biggest songs coming out of 2020. For sure, for sure. Like lockdown. Yeah. Shout out to the guys. Pick up the homies, pick up Bantu Vibes in the house, Selector Jeff and uh, John Black. I specifically selected Tip because I feel like it's one of the songs that I can think of really blowing up on TikTok in like the last year or two where I heard that it started blowing up in like Nairobi or something as like a TikTok challenge and it just it blew up but it also blew up right before you know I, I used to listen to that song a lot and I was like this is interesting yeah you know and then <laughs> I just know the sound was <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a, you know until yeah. I was like this was last year right yeah this was like these guys came to they came through to the studio mm. I was like you're the guys. You know, you're the guys. And I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. You know, nice. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was when I realized there was a wave. Yeah. There's a wave happening. Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. I had, that, I had that since years ago, man. Years ago when I first saw those guys performing live. I was just like, how does this exist? And so many people like it and fucks with it. And I've never heard of it. I think it's, uh, people are calling this whole thing like urban music. And I think the idea is like, for one, not centering Luganda as the main way not trying to not trying to sound uh, a cliche Ugandan way or African way just to like you're already by nature of the fact that you are Ugandan everything you do is going to be Ugandan yeah yeah your influences are very active in how you perform and how you write how you produce yeah but that doesn't make you any less of Ugandan just because your influences are not uh, are not homegrown you know Uh, and that's one of the things I feel uh, people get get wrong is that uh, you, you, but you're not sounding. You get it. maybe if you There's add the other something thing to undeniably it. Ugandan about it, and I still feel like they're not also trying to do that thing where they're trying to sound like Americans or trying to sound like. Of course, we'll never go away from the Jamaican influence in our culture, but there's a very different approach and a very kind of organic approach to pop music. I'll yeah. call it that. It's a very different and organic approach to pop music that's not centered around the kind of Chidandali structure that we kind of already have, the Chidandali pop structure that we already have. But I think is also, yes, it's honestly, I think it's speaking to a middle-class market that is still part, still ex- experiences that culture, but also communicates differently, mm. you know? It's, they make music in English, but it's not English-English, you know what yeah. I mean? It's Wagwes and Wagwan and like, yeah. But it still sounds like where it's from. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, that was uh, that was tip by Selected Jeff and a couple of the homies. You know, two other guys were in there. Um, yeah. So Malcolm will then take us through the other songs on his playlist. Uh, yeah. Next couple of songs are also going to be uh, big TikTok songs, essentially, man. That's the theme today. Um, 
make a clap, which is a song that I didn't even know. This thing happens a lot where like you listen, you know a song, but you don't even know you know a song because you've heard it in TikToks. Make it clap was that song, bro. And like every, I feel like the whole world found out it was a Soldier Boy song. Oh, this is the Soldier Boy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is perfect because he was the original. Not the original. Every generation has that iteration of the guy who. Like mix a dance song with dance moves that are very specific and like yeah. makes that shit really catchy. He was our generations that guy, and I always felt like, eh, one be soldier we miss TikTok, but no, he, he did didn't. not. So he didn't miss anything. He does not miss, bruh. We're gonna be listening to Soldier Boy Make It Club, and then uh, to Doja Cat with Streets thereafter. Awesome. Cheers. Ready for the ride of your life on the Brainstorm Radio Show. Thanks for listening to the Brainstorm Radio. This is actually our first episode. So head over to Mixcloud and Soundcloud.com slash Brainstorm UG and check out the Brainstorm Radio. It's a new thing we're trying out. There's musical segments and shit. And it's wonderful. One of those a bunch of DJ sets. As you heard him just introduce it. And it's a better thing if you listen to it over there because you can enjoy it fully. And it's way longer and way better. So go over there. What are you doing here? Leave. Go. Now. Okay, yeah, we just listened to um, The Streets by Doja Cat, which I think everyone kind of knows as the Silhouette Challenge song. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's a funny, that song was also not like a single, you know what I mean? Like back in the day, there was a very traditional cycle around being like, okay, we have an album of 15, 10, 15 songs, and we know we have these three, four songs that are going to be the hits. We're going to put money in the video, put money in the promo, put money, invest in this plan and we're gonna have this plan this very long-term thing streets was like a deep cut in like a doja cat album you know yeah that just happened to blow up because people found it on tiktok made was it challenge. remember the the edit that was made that wasn't even the original song yeah yeah you know yeah. the sample that they used yeah. um and even when they did the video they did the video with that cut exactly, song. exactly. and that was really interesting exactly is that even now, the video was now how people were consuming the, the song mm. influenced how it's then repackaged. Exactly. Which was an interesting take. It just rode yeah. the wave, man. And Deja Cat's an interesting one for that for kind of always with like Bitcha Macau and what. Just kind of being able to create a wave, ride a wave and do an interesting yeah. Mimi thing. Yeah. Like interesting I think some music. of that also comes from the pace of the times we're living in. Yeah. Not to say that content right now can be made immediately. Yeah. It can be yeah. manufactured out of nowhere and you could make a song and have a video out in a week. Yeah. yeah. And then be doing the same thing every other yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. If you want to, if you want to push yourself like that. Yeah. But someone, something that you also took, uh, someone else who has always been good at that thing of like creating memes and moments and really riding that wave is Man Like Soldier Boy. Who I mean, You took some issue with me saying <laughs> the era of Soldier Boy is past yeah, and the era of Soldier Boy is gone. <laughs> you're just not accepting the fact that we've been living in the era of Soldier Boy. Alim very strongly believes we're in Soldier Boy's world. We're in Soldier Boy's, Soldier Boy's generation. Okay. We just done, all the interviews coming up now where like Quavo is talking about how he met Travis Scott yeah. at Soldier Boy's house and it's being proven. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that guy has been sculpting hip hop and pop as Honestly, we know it from the back end. Soldier Boy made right now. <laughs> Alim replugged me into Soldier Boy. Yeah. And I was just like, this guy really is very relevant. Yeah. Because, because fact is, the guy managed to find me, somebody who doesn't listen to very much new music, doesn't mm. listen to the radio, doesn't listen to, doesn't, is very timid when it comes to going out of my way to click on a new link. Mm. He found me in my comfort space. Somehow that guy managed to find me on Grand Theft Auto. Mm. You know what I mean? A place where I spent my that, time. That's your online. world also. Yeah, that's my world as well. I got to credit the guy for knowing how to reach out to his fans in a very interesting way where yeah. he makes himself accessible yeah. in ways that no one else does by subverting the fame and just saying I'm real too yeah. I play Grand Theft Auto with you guys well, that guy was out there freestyling on Grand Theft Auto for hours you showed me that and shit. months 
just like he's there all the time. Every and it's one always of fire. Always <laughs> And that's that's that just shows how relevant he still is. Yeah. You know, okay, let's look at his breakout hit. Um yeah. which one was it? Yo! Which one of the many? <laughs> which one could no, which one could it not have been? It was literally Crank Dad. Yeah, it's Crank Dad. Yeah, oh yeah. So the name came from it. Yeah. Um all the dances, all the styles, all the like, you know, he made he came with a vibe yeah. for Crank. Yeah. That guys were just like, this is for us. For baggy t-shirts. You know? Yeah. <laughs> there was because Crank then Crank was very Crank was like Crank was like a G sound, right? Very much. Most of the artists that were jumping on things. Mm-hmm. But for the teenager, yeah. the teenager was that like, just like, I mean, Crank is there, but it feels like so not me. Yeah. It almost. And then Soldier Boy comes on and plugs every every teenager in the thing. Every like, you know. Because the, like the environment that he was making things for that Collie Park, what Atlanta scene was, you know, Gucci Mane, OJ the Juice, like those kinds of characters, Young Jeezy, you know what I mean? This game was just like, bro, let's make this shit fun, man. <laughs> you know? And he was just like, yeah, it's not about the violence and drugs and the guns. Bro, let's make it fun, man. Yeah. It is now. <laughs> it, it is now. It is now. <laughs> it isn't Soldier Boy now. It's all about the Draco. But yeah, it's also man. so cool how like we. We loved that song. I didn't even know it was a Soldier Boy song. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. took off, it hit, and we didn't know it was a Soldier Boy. You know Boy why? Because it's the age of him, bro. We didn't have to know. Anything <laughs> we make, everything we hear is popular. Something about Soldier Boy. Oh, man. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess on to the next ones from, uh, from Malcolm. What you got for us? My final songs are essentially retouches that I think took off almost as memes as well. Um, one who I smoke first of all not necessarily I only happen to find it on like Instagram and that's very much not a meme dude that's, that's who a, I smoke by that's a, that's, a, that's a long story by Yanginis and uh, uh, Shooter Wooda Wooda really Wooda, about that Wooda, Wooda Scooper Scooper Wooda Wooda <laughs> Wapa Wooda Shada no Hapa Wooda Skippy Pap Puda Wooda Shooter no Whoop the Scoop <laughs> <laughs> I really should not be <laughs> making fun of these characters. <laughs> I'm not killing people. Okay, yeah, just a bunch of just like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. very very interesting characters to say the least. Who covered uh, Vanessa Carlton's "Making My Way Down Town," and um, yeah, man, you know I'm all about the retouch life, so I really yeah, man. That. And also my next favorite track that I think was very much a meme and came off TikTok. Natasha Bedingfield's "Unwritten" had a resurgence recently when a couple of guys remixed it and did like a TikTok challenge to it where they're doing pretty much like a flash mob in a mall feel the rain on your skin yeah that's my track right there <laughs> um, uh, enjoy guys we'll be back in a couple of minutes awesome get ready for the ride of your life on the brainstorm radio show brainstorming Yo, Him Kim, the entertainment guru representing the Brainstorm radio show. The hottest sounds from the motherland, Afrocentric vibes. You know, let's get it. Hi, thanks for listening to the Brainstorm. If you'd like to catch more of this awesome music, please head over to our Mixcloud and Soundcloud to catch the full episodes of the Brainstorm radio show. Yeah, otherwise keep it locked for more awesome music and amazing guests. Thank you. Get ready for the ride of your life on the Brainstorm Radio Show. All right, and that was unwritten. And uh, who I smoke, very, uh, very, uh, very unique, very unique. Uh, Malcolm, I'm sure. I can't believe you guys. I'm surprised. 
Also, I have to say, Unwritten is a very Unwritten is a very hard song to listen to. Very hard song to listen to. Yeah, I'll say it's 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 not well mixed. But it's Do you think like it's not well mixed? I think, I think it's, it's a well deliberate made. choice. Oh my god! <laughs> deliberate choice. This guy, have you seen this? Even this video, when you look for it on YouTube, it's not even on the on the page of the person who, who made the remix. When you look at the name of the of the song, it has so many like like new official video, apostrophe, star star. Like it looks like a live <laughs> file. You know what I mean? The one guy in his home is making the track. There's very few questions you have to answer to people to say oh can we release it like this yeah the same way that like for some of the stuff i've made in the past releasing it myself it goes out raw it just goes out the way because it goes i out. like the yeah it just goes out the way it goes out and tiktok has a thing where you can record a song kind of externally where it's not from like within the system where like when you publish a song you can now access it from within tiktok and instagram and just like use it in your shit but there are also ways that you can just like record externally in the room you know what i mean and then very often, when i first heard that track i was like that's exactly what that sounds like like someone just recorded the actual track and externally and used it in the thing and, and now everybody's using that version that's what blew up still tiktok i like how like You've really, you've really steered, you steered us into a very interesting direction. Tiki-toki. You know, with regards to just how like um, listening mediums are, how social media is now a listening medium. You know how people are using music uh, differently. Lots of uh, lots of social media platforms now are very directed to just uh, just visual elements. You know, TikTok is about the videos. Instagram is now integrating videos as more as much as the pictures yeah. now. And uh, Twitter is also doing a thing where now you can like do lots of things. Facebook has always been a very rowdy office. And, where you find, and you find that like with Instagram and stuff like that, with one minute time limits, people are making hooks catchier. People yeah. are making choruses come faster. Yeah. Songs are getting They're shorter as well. Way shorter. Um, but I think, I think honestly, as long as we've had the internet, it's been a big, a, a big way to like share, proliferate and market music. It's just that the share, like the amount mm. of, let's say, marketing like share right mm. of like budgets or whatever that goes into social media or even just like thinking about it that goes into social media or the impact it has is so much bigger than it ever has been you know yeah. like back in the day yeah people on the internet like sharing um Maurice Kiria's music people on the internet sharing <laughs> you know Orlando's music yeah but it wasn't to the extent where like if your stuff is not on the internet if you don't have a presence on the internet yeah. you almost don't exist you yeah know? it has never been this all encompassing like it is now which is wild man like tv and radio are still important but like they're not they're not the main they're not the main players yeah they're just yeah. they're really good gatekeepers for now but i think even that is going to end very soon yeah and i think now it has it has set the the market into a a trajectory a direction that we can't really predict where it's going to be because things things nowadays get influenced and things change uh, a lot faster so it's it's going to be interesting to see how like the main players in the TV and 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 radio that, eh? you know stratosphere are going to adapt to that or try to infuse things also now to see that most of them are trying to go online also yeah. um it's it's an interesting thing so i guess they're also trying to keep up and uh yeah man um thank you so much Malcolm for that playlist that was very yeah that was very interesting the last two songs um <laughs> God help me if I ever have to listen to them again. <laughs> but they were nice songs. Yeah, next up we'll have a Lim's playlist, right? And uh, I think it's definitely put some thought into it. So um, we'll jump back, into the th- jump back into the thing soon. Let's take a short break with some music. 
be back. Thanks for listening to the Brainstorm Radio. This is actually our first episode. So head over to Mixcloud and Soundcloud.com slash Brainstorm UG and check out the Brainstorm Radio. It's a new thing we're trying out. There's musical segments and shit. It's wonderful. One of those a bunch of DJ sets. As you heard him just introduce it. And it's a better thing if you listen to it over there because you can enjoy it fully. And it's way longer and way better. So go over there. What are you doing here? Leave. Go. Now. And we've just listened to Mayor by Cloud Depot and uh, Slow Mo by uh, Moha. And uh, yeah. Those are some fire songs, man. Like yeah. your, your playlist has definitely kicked off on, uh, on a high gear. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. I want to shout out Cloud Depot just because I feel like that song was one of the best testimonies in the recent like experiences everyone's had of being locked down of making some absolutely fire stuff out of very little. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Cloud Depot. Shout out to Shoddy Beats. simple setups. That beat was made on phone, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. You know, shout outs to... You know, and he did the things. He did the things. That was some... That was, that was some G vibes. Yeah, you know, like the way, the way the things were done. And uh, I think they're definitely making some heavy strides. And we'll see where all this goes. But I think it's definitely on the right, on the right path. Yeah, and, Keep um, it on the back house, guys. Keep it yeah. on the back house. Yeah, <laughs> and then the, the second one was uh, Slow Mo by Mohaveli. Yeah. You know? And you know what? That's a guy that just caught me by surprise, man. Moha's an incredibly talented tattoo artist. I haven't known him closely for a while, but I've worked around him through other tattoo artists yeah. that he's worked with. And um, yeah, he's a very interesting character who also just has a very... I find him to be an ins inspirational individual around me because he's one of those guys who is full of talent and yeah. full of the ability to release amazing things. Yeah, so much. Yeah, but also really chooses to like do to express his creativity in the ways he feels fit. When he's tattooing, he's tattooing. When he's making music, he's Yeah, and some people have expressed that as a frustration because... Uh, they're like, man, why isn't he not putting out more music? And, yeah. you know, some people are like, he's busy trying to get his tattoo things going. And I'm one of those you fans know? of the music who's there going like, man, your tattoo work is amazing, but I love to hear some beats every now and then. You know? And uh, it's nice to hear him start to like, put both sides. Moha, if you're out there listening in, man, we really, really, really need your music yeah. more and more. I'll tell you for a fact, Moha has some new music out. He has a whole new project out. Uh, Money Man is the latest video that just came out. It's fire from that. And there's about... Four, five more songs on that project. It's amazing. Is he working with... Um, does he have like a label or a group that he's in? There are a couple of colleagues that he he seems to work with pretty frequently on a production level. I think he works a lot with like A1 and uh, that crew, that... Uh, Trap House? Trap House crew. Trap House. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one thing I, I would like to point out is that... Um, those two songs or those two artists that we've listened to, um, Cloud Depot and Moha, they uh, they belong to the same, I guess, uh, cluster of artists. But Moha has been around longer. Uh, Cloud Depot is really just uh, he's really like he's picking up that momentum. He's, he's making the moves, and you know, like he's featured on Retouch already. He's definitely doing the things. Big ups to him. How do you see uh, artists like this that are? Uh, they are a tributary to the main wave, mm. but they also have, they definitely carry weight that is very relevant to how things are moving. That's how they become the wave, you know? Yeah. In regards to what you said about weight that they have that's relevant um, to, to how things are moving, one, 
one of the reasons why I chose these songs to be played together is because mm. they, these two artists, I think, represent to me a very interesting form of creativity that uh, works at its own pace. Yeah, works at its own pace, where they know that like they can choose to be influential when they wish to be, because they know that they're very talented at what they do, and when they put something out, it will make a wave. Proof is in the fact that what they're putting out now, in some cases, their first or you know their premier projects going out, are making massive impact. Enough to say that um, yeah, it's 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 a different pacing of things and. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting, man. Well, they get yeah. to do things at their own pace because they're outside. They do things at their own pace, enough to say that they're not necessarily you know? thinking about the demographic that they're working for as much. Yeah. But that's also sometimes a better thing because you get a more a higher quality of product going out every single time. You yeah. get their you get their real true influences, their real true product yeah. in the purest sense being given to us. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think I think being outside of the mainstream but still and defining yourself as different from the mainstream. Yeah is exactly how those guys are going to become the mainstream. You know what yeah. I mean? Exactly I think part of that comes from like presenting true authenticity because the mainstream doesn't always accept true authenticity. It accepts, you know, pop isn't always the most heartfelt thing. It's yeah. something that makes you dance and makes you move in exactly. the right way. But it's not exactly there for you to feel everything at the, in that moment. That's what more alternative strands of music are for sometimes. Yeah. Or to feel the deeper emotions. Fair enough, tell me why. <laughs> um, I just always feel like pop is... I feel like pop is... <laughs> I feel like pop gets a gets a bad rep for being popular. You know what I mean? I feel like it gets a bad rep for being uh, simple and for being powerful. You know, and I think those are things that are also not very romantic things to support as people who like things. I think it's it's we like the underdog. You know what I mean? Like I like the idea of being a fan of Drake's a lot more when he was like just coming up on Young Money and putting out his first few projects and really defining himself as this titan and at some point I was just like he's Kawa you know what I mean like there's genuinely a moment in time when I was keeping up with everything he was doing just to be like okay that new video is it gonna be dope is it gonna be dope because there's like there's a stake in it you know what I mean now now it's like there's a disconnect because it's like it's not special to be a Drake fan. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and, and when it's too big. But when you look back on it, that was that was that was always the plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was definitely always the design. And it's not. But if he didn't reach that, he would be doing his job badly. Yeah, and it's interesting to me also how artists are able to kind of Drake in particular is able to create longevity out of that thing because that thing is supposed to be a very quick turnover. You know what I mean? Mm. Coming from being the underdog to being on top of the thing and defining the game. You're not supposed to stay up there for long. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're supposed to get up there, then become fake, people get tired of you, and then you, you move. And I think he's, <laughs> he's, he's been in that kind of weird space for like the last three years or so, where he's mm. undeniable, and it's just fun to hate Andre. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just more... He's the, it's it makes you, he's the system. It, he's the, so it's, you know? It's not, uh, it's not special to like because ideally everyone can like anyone can like everyone should like yeah it's more special to not like yeah because everyone's like how yeah you know yeah. and then that makes you feel like okay okay i'm not i'm 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 not in your boat yeah. you know yeah. and uh yeah but like how do you see like even with these two songs right um drake definitely started off our show with how he's like managed to influence um how music is made, how music is perceived, how music is consumed. Mm. Now we're looking at um, Alim's playlist is definitely going to take us into a direction. Yeah. Uh, I'm very curious to see what what songs he has next. And uh, yeah, Alim, uh, what, uh, what other songs do you have in your chamber? My next one would be Pronto by Conrad Dennis. Let's go. Awesome. Uh -oh. All right, all right, guys. Here is Pronto by Conrad and Dennis. Uh oh. Radio 
show. The motherland keeps on giving. Yo, this is Dario representing for the Brainstorm Radio Show. You know, for sure, we out. Hi, thanks for listening to the Brainstorm. If you'd like to catch more of this awesome music, please head over to our Mixcloud and Soundcloud to catch the full episodes of the Brainstorm Radio Show. Yeah, otherwise, keep it locked for more awesome music and amazing guests. Thank you. Get ready for the ride of your life on the Brainstorm Radio Show. All right, that was Soda Gingerle by JNL. And also before that, we had uh, Pronto by Conrad and Dennessy. Alim is definitely get, getting us into the things. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's given us some homebred sounds. Oh, that went left also with Soda <laughs> I did not expect it. You say yeah. I left, though I feel like these two songs made me feel the same thing, like 15 years apart. Okay. In the same way that like there were two songs that had a very similar influence in regards to where the instrumental was coming from, whilst also sounding distinctly where they came from in each occasion. Mm. Enough to say that like, Soda Jinjale timed in with when I first moved back to Uganda at a time when I was still struggling with like my identity of what it means to be Ugandan, what it means to be Indian Ugandan, all of that stuff. And like, that was one song that just like, it nailed the nature of having an influence from the rest of the world whilst also struggling to try and like represent yourself as being from here. Because it was a very American beat. It sounded like all the other hip hop I've listened to. But at the same time, like the, what he was saying and the way he was saying it was distinctly Ugandan and you can't deny that. And I feel like um, right now Conrad and Dennessy are doing something very similar in regards to like finding sounds around the world, finding sounds that influence them, but then still making them distinctly Ugandan with yeah. how they're sounding on there. Yeah, and big ups to them for doing yeah. that. Yeah, big ups to the whole Bantu Vibes crowd in general. Yeah. Like, they're really killing that shit. And uh, yeah, man, I again, they feature again, uh, I guess, you know, on this song also because... Um, so there was Pronto. Pronto was on your was on your playlist, Malcolm, right? And uh, there was definitely a point in there of how like they still sound Ugandan. They give you that Ugandan feel on uh, on unimported uh, production style. It's like a different way to to express Ugandanness. You know what I mean? That's what I even hear from what Alim is saying about Soda Gingerly. It's like a, a way to sound Ugandan that both surprises you but also sounds very familiar and just hits like a very unexpected spot that. Man, I think generation to generation, we have different waves that really capture that moment, that zeitgeist, um, a way of speaking, a way of being, a way of existing. Do you guys think JNL uh, is still relevant in the, in the UG scene? I think he could be if he wanted to be, but I think he also chooses to keep himself away from being relevant. He's trying to be a Snoop Dogg. Yeah, because he, he had a lot of fame from being the underdog for a long time, enough to say that like when you're the underdog in your 20s, you become mainstream in your 40s, whether you like it or not. Mm. You know what I mean? KRS-One was the underdog for a very long time in hip-hop yeah. as that guy. But in that respect, when you go into that space of being controversial, he's the most mainstream controversial person. Yeah. So I feel like GNL tried to be that underdog for a very long time. And in that respect... I don't know if he's still relevant now by trying to still be that underdog because I would love yeah. to see him embrace that fully. And the last yeah. album was a little bit of that. It was a little bit of him, you know, really saying like, I'm a bigger artist now and I'm embracing this. Well, he's still definitely making the moves and uh, to jumpstart Alim's uh, playlist, we had uh, Slow Mo by Mojaveli and Mayor by Cloud Depot. Then we had uh, Pronto by Conrad and Dennessy. Shout out to Bantu Vibes. And we had uh, Soda Gingerly by JNL. Shout out to Baboon Forest. Alim probably has one more gem or maybe two, I don't know, but he will let us know. Got one more in the chamber. Mm-hmm. Let's go for uh, Peer Pressure by Mr. Lou and Chevy Kev. 
And to wrap up Alim's playlist, uh, here is Mr. Lou and uh, JV Kev with Peer Pressure. Stay tuned. The Brainstorm Radio Show. The motherland keeps on giving. And that was Peer Pressure by Mr. Lou and Chevy Kev. I think that song is a, it's a warm blanket with a dagger inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's wonderfully dark. The reason why I picked that out is because it's the same reason I picked the other two. It's the Kenyan version of something that's very instantly recognizable in regards to what's being made now, but also distinctly Kenyan. Distinctly, distinctly oh, Nairobi yes. in particular. I, I well. agree very much. You know? I agree. Like the beat could be, it could have anyone in the world on it because mm. it's just such a well-made beat. But what they bring to it by just like being as Nairobi as they can on it mm. makes it something that I've just, it was so unique when I heard it the first time. You, so you can say that he, or they are in the movement of the of the Bantu vibes of here. Yeah. They definitely have their own thing going on for sure, man. Like It's great to see, man. I really love to just see that sort of expression happening elsewhere that yeah. I don't fully understand yet, but you can mm. just see so much talent existing in a space. Yeah. You're gonna do the mambo! You're gonna do the mambo, but it's gonna be in the moon! Bazinga! I've been hearing things and, you know, seeing things on the blogs and, you know, I'm just, I'm just tired. No, no, no. Wow, this has been a very, very interesting conversation. And um, I think, can't say we've touched on everything, but I feel like the playlists have, uh, have adequately led us onto the, the, you know, the relevant uh, talking points. The Brainstorm Radio Show, myself, Wana, that Malcolm guy, and Alim. What's up? And uh, yeah, to wrap up, we're going to close it with uh, Eno Mikey by That Malcolm Guy featuring uh, Cloud Depot, uh, Ziggy D, and Kaya Nemesis. Stay tuned. Um, yeah, if you haven't heard of The Brainstorm, we're a podcast. We do something similar to this. There's pictures, there's cameras, there's video as well. You can yeah. find us on YouTube. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, just type in The Brainstorm, all one word. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, yeah. Podbean, everywhere you listen to things. Awesome. All right, guys. Let's it's do been, this again, guys. Bless us. It's been nice having you guys with us. Cheers. <laughs>